Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1970. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in sunny Brighton, Colorado, where it's a very nice day with a very special guest by the name of Kevin Robinson. Kevin, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I am ready to release the clutch. My foot's a little shaky, but it's ready to come off the clutch. All yes. right. Well, now what I should be saying is, are you ready to change your wheels and tires? Because uh-huh. that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I'll explain that in a little bit for you listeners. But before we get started and I give Kevin a proper introduction, what's one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you? Well, I think most people don't know that I'm a truck driver, that I've got a CDL I used to go over the road back in the day, and I did that for quite a while. And I uh, just, I don't think I tell a lot of people about that now, but that's kind of how I got my start back as an entrepreneur back in the day. Yeah, very cool. You know, much respect for truck drivers is not an easy yes. profession, but they are the ones that keep everything on the shelves. They're the ones that get all our package delivered. Um, and uh, as a truck driver, no doubt, you probably saw some of the most foolish silly, stupid people ever driving around <laughs> you. I mean, just go to YouTube and watch the videos of idiots on the road in front of trucks, right? Mark, half the things I saw I shouldn't be talking about on, on this podcast right now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, well, we've, we've seen it all. My appreciation for that. I think that's fantastic. Let me give Thanks. you a proper introduction and we're going to dive into something that I found out about Kevin. I, we Kevin and I just met literally this week, I think, or last week, last week it was. And I went, oh my gosh, where have you been in my life, dude? And uh, (laughs) that's something he hears hears from a lot of people. So this is a very cool, unique tool, two tools he's created that all of us who love to play in our garages uh, definitely have to have. So let me give him a proper introduction. Kevin Robinson is the founder of Track. That's T-R-A-C, a company that designs and manufactures tools that, <clears throat> tools, I should say, tools. I'm back on the road again. <laughs> tools that make changing wheels and tires easier at home and in the shop. In 2019, he won the SEMA New Product Award for his Tire Rotation Assistance cart. It's a tool that provides safety in the workplace, garage, and shop as it carries the weight of the wheel and the tire from the vehicle so you don't have to. From there, his track tire jack was invented, a simple tool for everyone who changes tires and wheels, reducing the chance for injury even while you're on the road for those flat tires. Kevin's invention made the top five finalists in the 2021 SEMA Launchpad competition, and he will be exhibiting at his first Barrett-Jackson auctions in Scottsdale this January, which is very cool. He's in for a treat. Since 1996, Kevin has operated Clean Cars of Denver, specializing in hail repair and paintless dent removal since 1996, helping customers with their automotive finishes and repair needs. We'll talk with Kevin more about this very cool tool that you listeners need. I'm going to get one of these things, but first a word from our valued sponsors. So give them a listen and we'll be right back. My friends at Covercraft offer you 10 different options. That's right, 10 For your vehicle's protection, you can choose from WeatherShield HP, HD, Sunbrella, Ultratect, Reflect, Form Fit, 
custom view shield and their newest five-layer all-climate cover, three-layer moderate climate cover, and a five-layer indoor option. You have all sorts of ways to protect your car. All of these are custom tailored by Covercraft's talented craftspeople. It's the form and fit with the quality to attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Surface protection is the best way to preserve the investment you've made in your vehicles. It's what I do. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. I have a Covercraft cover for every one of my vehicles, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off your order, plus you get free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, While I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy, and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled or stolen. He called back and said, boy, that was a scary conversation. Their value of my car wasn't even close to what it's really worth. Thank you for the education, Mark. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you receive with an agreed value policy. American Collectors Insurance has been protecting enthusiasts since 1976. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 866- 224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. They're the ones that insure my car. That's American Collectors Insurance. All right, Kevin, we're back. So we're going to uh, go out in the garage and we're going to talk about these very cool tools that you created And the timing is perfect, although a little bit late for me because I just swapped out my wife's winter wheels and tires. And I have I have two sets of wheels and tires for her car. And boy, every year that I get older, those wheels and tires get heavier and I have them mounted up on the wall and I'm sitting here trying to put these things up on the wall. And my wife's kind of laughing at me and I go, hey, don't laugh at me. I'm the one who's changing your wheels and tires. And she goes, well, grandpa, since I just became a grandpa. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Maybe you need some help there. And then Kevin shows up in my life. So let's talk about this. But before we talk about the new tools, I want you to talk about your business because I have friends here. I had a a gentleman on the show who's been a friend a long time, Cap Caputo, who used to work for a company local here called Same Day Scratch and Dent. And he's helped me with a lot of little dents and scrapes and things that have happened to my cars and making them look perfect without going to the body shop. Tell me about this business you created back in 1996 and you help people with hail repair. Oh my gosh, that's a nasty one when your car turns into a golf ball. Uh, Yeah, so talk about that first and then we're going to dive into track because the simplicity of what you've created is the genius behind it. But let's first start with Clean Cars of Denver. So Clean Cars of Denver was, um, it's, it's it's an automotive paintless dent removal company. So what we do is if you have a door ding, if you have a shopping cart dent, or if uh, somebody opens a door into you, you can bring it to me and say, hey, you know, can you take this dent out without doing any paint work? So we're not going to hurt the finish of the vehicle. We're going to try to keep the OE finish on the vehicle. We simply push the dent from the back side of the panel out. So I've been doing this 26 years. 
It's taken 26 years to learn it. I'm still learning every day. The new metal composites on the vehicles are changing every every year. There's different access points to the backside of the panels. It's very, you're learning every day. You're learning all these new cars that are coming out, different body lines to push. Um, it's fast. It's inexpensive. Um, when it comes to hail damage, we can basically do every panel on the car. We can fix every panel as long as the dent is not stretched or it's too large. Um, back in the day, we used to not have access behind the panel on the rails, um, let's just say, or certain quarter panels or just areas where we couldn't get into. So we would let those go to the body shop. But our industry has changed. Now we have tools that we can fix the whole vehicle. We can glue little tabs to it and pull it out like the old school metal welding rods where you'd pull it out and then do a metal refinish. Well, now we have new ways to do all that. So it's it's just a more cost-effective way to do an automotive repair, and it's it'll last a lifetime. It doesn't go back. Metal has a memory, so once you fix it, it's it's flat again. And the, the, the right technician who can do the job properly, you'll never know he was there. Oh, yeah. And that's the whole idea. It's 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 kind of like magic. Oh, it, so it's, it is it's, magic. It's, and it's exciting. I used to not want my customers to watch me work. And now I encourage them to sit and stare and watch so they can see why they're going to pay you for a certain amount for a certain size dent. And they're always amazed. So I, I love doing the job because I love seeing their faces at the end of the day. Well, there's nothing sadder than coming out to a parking lot and seeing somebody's been disrespectful and put a ding in your car, or, you yes. know, or in, in the case of the one time you let somebody, uh, a valet park your car and he curbs a wheel or, uh, you mm -hmm. know, or something happened. I mean, all these things happen to our cars. And for those listeners out there, we're all here at Cars Yeah Car Nuts and we like to keep our cars looking good. And that's right. You go to a body shop and have to repaint a door. There's all sorts of different problems there with matching paint and so forth. So I love what you do. But let's get into track because when I found out what you were up to and I went, oh, my gosh, this is so simple. Uh, let's talk about the two versions that you have. You have more of a professional level one, although those of us who might have a lift in our garage definitely want that one. And then you have one for the average at-home Joe who needs to switch a tire and wheel. And in the case of my wife's X5, I think you were telling me, I've got to put one on a scale. These things are like 120 pounds a piece. They're really yes. heavy. <laughs> yes, yes. And they're getting heavier every day because we're getting older every day. Is that, yeah. So. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, we are. I'm with, I'm with you there. So, yeah. so track, track was born by um, basically when I was doing a auto hail repair at one of my shops, I was watching a technician try to take a wheel off a vehicle and he was a, uh, an elderly guy that has been in the business forever. And, you know, he was just struggling. He was just moaning and groaning. And I, we said, we got to figure this out. So I rolled my, my cart kind of under the tire and said, what do you think if we use something like this? And then we just kind of brainstormed and got this tool together. And what it is, it's the tire rotation assistance cart, hence the name track. That's how the business name came about. So what it is, it's used simply, it's a, it's a stand. Let's just say it looks like a transmission jack. And you roll it underneath the tire, you crank it up, it supports the weight of the wheel and tire. You remove the lug nuts, put it in a provided tray on the front of the cart. You roll it to the side, you do your service work, you do your rotations, you do brake jobs, you do whatever you need to do without carrying the weight of the wheel and tire. So when you put it back on, as you roll it in, if it doesn't line up, you simply rotate the tire on the rollers, put it right back on. You Not once did you pick this wheel and tire up off the ground, you're saving your back. It's just, it keeps the technician at work longer in their career, and hopefully we could 
train the new technicians coming into the market that if they use this, their body won't be sore 30 years down the road. Like their older gentlemen that are they're working with are saying, oh, I'm sore today. Well, maybe they won't be. Well, then the other tool is the the track tire jack. And that's like a leverage tool. So it's if you can just picture, so you bring your car in and put it on a floor jack. Um, you bring it up a couple inches off the ground. This is kind of like a little shovel that would go underneath the tire. And with leverage, you simply lift the tire up after you remove the lug nuts and slide it right off. There's a yeah. steel roller on the tool and you simply roll it away from the vehicle and put it down. Oh, yeah. So for the for the garage mechanic or even the professional mechanic that just needs a quick, simple tool to remove the tire and install the tire, it's effortless. And once you do it, you start laughing because it's so easy. I did a 40 inch tire on my Jeep. And when I was done, I just, it's, you giggle because it's so it's just that easy so it's fun well that's the genius behind the simplicity of this thing and definitely we'll put a link to your website but for those listening that are not in front of a computer right now the website is liftwithtrack.com and that's t-r-a-c liftwithtrack t-r-a-c.com i'm telling you listeners if you like to go out and play with your cars which you all do you got to have this thing and if you don't have a lift you get the smaller version and it's just genius. It will save you. you. Well, I, I just was, again, like I said, I was laughing because I just did this. And I'm like, I almost didn't even do it. I was going to just load the wheels and tires in my car and go down at Costco and have them swap right. it out, you know, and which is no big deal. But it's a big pain of waste of time. And, you know, for a guy like me, I like to do things myself and feel like I'm useful. And I just went, oh, my gosh, this is great. But if you have a lift, the other version is the way to go because... It's very cool too. And it, it holds the, you've got a little device there that holds the wheel entire in place so it doesn't fall Correct. over or fall off. So you really have thought all this through. And Thank you. you're going to be going to Barrett Jackson for the first time here in January to the auctions and you're going to have a, a booth. So anybody listening who's going to Barrett Jackson, great place to go in Arizona uh, in the winter time to go and see a lot of cool cars. Uh, you're going to be there, right? That's correct. It's our first year exhibiting at Barrett, and uh, we've been pretty successful with SEMA, and we've done that for the last few years. And then it was just time. It was time to get out and expand a little bit more. It is a new company, um, but we need to get out and do some more shows. And we feel the the crowd, the customer base at Barrett is really going to um, understand this tool and be excited about it. So I think we're in a good place to, to showcase it. And Barrett's going to be exciting. I mean, it's 50-year anniversary. It's Barrett-Jackson, right? So it's huge. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be great. And you can go to the website, Kevin's website, and you can see some great videos he's done that show you how this thing works. And it's very, very easy. You know, when you create things like this and you do things around cars like you have, no doubt you probably have a mentor or an inspirational person who's been important in your life. Is there somebody sure. like that? So, you know, I've been thinking about this question and I currently have a mentor that I've met at SEMA that I'm working with who's one of the judges for the Launchpad competition. But overall, I'll mention her, but overall, I think it's been all of the people in my life from starting my work life, let's just say, yeah. back in high school when I started at a paving company. My employer, my boss at the time, I looked up to him because he had a successful self-employed business. And, you know, I just, I didn't think, I didn't know at the time that I was going to be there someday. I just, you know, he was just a good guy to the young kid 
and it, you know, gave me some work and allowed me to do what I needed to do. And then as I moved on and went to other jobs, I looked up to my employers that they were all self-employed people. And they, they kind of mentored me through life to understand where to go and what to do, what not to do. We've all made mistakes. I didn't have a nine to five job. I've never had a nine to five job, really. I've always just kind of worked for myself and then just took, um, if I was, I say work for myself. But when you're when you're an entrepreneur, your customers are your boss, right. basically. So I always listen to what they have to say. And yes, of course, you work for yourself. You can do your own thing. But I always listen to what they have to say and let that guide me and my business through its progression, if that makes any sense. Oh, absolutely. Well, so you've been fortunate. So not one <laughs> because not yes, everybody yeah. has that. I know, and it's not. You know, I I want to say there's one person, but there truly isn't. It's just a lifetime of people who have come into my life and guided me through the way. So it's, you know, from my family through the the old bosses. And then just recently, like I said, at Launchpad, one of the judges, um, she and I have been back and forth a few times just trying to get to the level she knows I'm trying to get to. She's already there and she's been mentoring me to try to help out to get to that level. So it's been it's been wonderful. I, I've been I've been pretty blessed to to have all these people in my come through my life. SEMA is such a, a valuable resource for people in business in the automotive sector. And there's so many great people at SEMA and I've had the directors from SEMA and many people involved. I've been to 31 SEMAs and it's just wow. a, a spectacular event. Yeah, I've watched it grow over the years, you know, into the the monster that it's become. And uh, yeah, worn out many pairs of socks walking the aisles <laughs> through, through SEMA. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yep, and yep. It's, it's changed a lot over the years and it will continue to, and it, you know, still survives through this crazy COVID period. So you're very fortunate in that respect. Thank you. So that leads me to the question of if there's somebody listening out there that is ready to take that move from working for somebody or a business and go out on their own, what are a couple tips or tricks or ideas you might share with them before they go jump into that pond? So some people are going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, you have to go all in, but still have a reserve. If that you, you still have to have something to support your family, pay your bills, kind of get you to help you guide yourself to that next level. My paintless dent repair company was that reserve for me. That was my main focus for years and years and years until track came along. Then I kind of segued into this track industry, this this tire business. Now there's going to tell, tell you that, you know, hey, I could have lost my house because I'm putting all into my company to move it forward. And I get the sacrifice that some people need to do, but you also have to, reality comes in. You've got rent, you've got car, you've got insurance, you've got a family. So I'm going to tell you, yes, go all in, but be, be smart about it. And don't go in dead over. Um, that's the other thing, because if it fails, then what have, what have you got? Track has been self-sustained from the beginning. It's always paid for itself. So you need to just do your homework, find your target audience. And see if they really are interested in your tool. When I came up with the the first one, the, the tire rotation assistance cart, people were going crazy. So the first thing I did was I threw it in the off-road industry, the shops, because we're doing with 40-inch tires. And oh, that's gosh. when 40 inches were big. Yeah. Now we're 43s, right? Yeah, so yeah. once they started using it, and my local shop here, um, the best shop in the world is called Hillside 4x4. The technician there, he and his wife, they use it every day. It's their go-to tool. So they got to let me understand that I have something. I really do have a uh, an idea that's going to keep going. So if I were to tell people, do your homework, make sure it's a solid product. You don't need anything that's going to fail on you or your customer because it's your name also. You know, you're putting yourself out there and people have to respect you and, and what you're doing. So, but also be smart about it. 
and keep something in the background to help you still support your life so you're just not living out of your car while you're trying to get your business going it's you got to be you got to be you got to be smart have that runway uh, in place savings and yes. uh, realize it's going to take some time there's going to be some time where you won't have income from this new venture and you need to be prepared for that oh so important and i love your comment do not go into debt yes for the small individual the idea that some debt is good no no debt is best no debt is always best. So That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. We're going to take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back, I'm going to ask about a big challenge that you faced along the way. So keep that in your thought processes and we'll be right back. Did you know that Cars Yeah! is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership, according to Libsyn, the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States. That's right. And Cars Yeah! is the only five-day-a-week automotive-focused podcast for you to get your message into the ears of thousands of listeners daily from all over the world. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars Yeah! is one of their top 10 car podcasts for you to enjoy. Cars Yeah! has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars Yeah! every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique and very personal way? Well, I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green, at mark at carsyad.com or through the website at carsyad.com today to learn more. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. So we're back. Let's talk about a big challenge, obstacle, failure, something you had to overcome. We kind of alluded to some of that in your last answer, but something that you've had to overcome could be in your life, could be in your business. But the more important part of this story has to do with what it taught you and how you came out on the other end in some kind of a positive way. Well, recently we were in the uh, 2021 SEMA Launchpad. We were lucky enough to make the top five finalists. So we were super, super excited about that. We felt our tool had everything that the judges were looking for. So there is a um, there is a five part series episode for this this competition that we're in, and throughout the whole throughout the whole episodes, you um, you get to watch the judges and hear their responses. Okay, during the filming, we didn't know why they chose us or why they let us move forward. We had no idea. We just did a pitch. And then move forward. We were so nervous during the whole time. and But when you start watching it, you understand why you move forward. So I felt so secure and safe that I was going to make it to the final top two. I thought I had a chance, an actual chance of winning this big, huge competition. Almost a $100,000 grand prize. Whoa. This is big. 
This is a big, yeah, it's a big, big competition. Deal. Yeah. 75 cash plus, 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 right? Yeah. So yeah. Wow. super, super excited. I've got people in the competition saying, yes, you've got it. You've got what they're looking for. You've got sales. You've got manufacturing. You've got distribution. Everything that they want. Well, I got on stage with the top five finalists, and I didn't even get third place. Mm-hmm. And that just crushed me. It put me it put me to a depression level I've never felt in my life because I was so set on I had it. I had my wife there. I had my friends. I had strangers there that were supporting me, people I met before I went on stage. I was so amped up, like I just knew I had it. I had, I felt like it was myself and another gentleman that was who actually won the contest. But the two of us just kind of had banter with each other and a lot of fun, and the, the whole episode, the whole great thing was great. And then when I when they called out the winners, they said the third place guy, and I was like, oh, I'm in. I'm number two, number one. I'm in. And when they called out number two, I knew right then and there I lost. Oh. They called number. They called number one, and you're on camera, you're on stage, and you gotta look excited. Yeah, and happy in the for meantime, the other guys. Yeah, you're you totally are because they're great guys. The, everybody who is in this contest, they're amazing people. Um, their products are just amazing. They're top shelf. And when I realized I wasn't even third, my heart sank. I just got crushed inside. Like I said, a, a feeling I've never felt. And I looked at my wife and she was just like, you've got to be kidding me. And our whole crew of people and friends and new friends just couldn't believe it. And when I walked off stage, one of the gentlemen ran over to me and handed me his business card immediately. He's like, I am so sorry. I will see you tomorrow. And I just, I didn't know what to say. I just was just floored. The judges were amazing. They all got up and hug you and shake yeah, your hand sure. and make you, make you feel good. But I've never wanted something so bad for my business to move forward and everybody's like you've you've done so well you've already got here and i'm like i know that and i appreciate that but i didn't get it and i'm and i'm the kind of guy that when you set something out and you do it you do it right you don't you got to win you got to not not you got to win you have to you just got to give it your all you have to give it your all so you can so you can just feel proud of what you do i mean i'm it it hurts so bad i mean my boys helped me set up for my first SEMA. They got to see behind the scenes. They saw their dad come up with this product. They saw him draw it out on a piece of paper and get it manufactured, get sales. They saw the success. They couldn't be there for me at this SEMA. And when I didn't get it, it just it just hurts so bad. And I think I think that first night I didn't even speak with my wife just because she let me be alone. She let me just kind of have my time. And it hurt me because I shouldn't have been that way. But I oh, just I didn't know how to feel because I've never felt that way. But then the next day, I just regrouped, went back to the show, went back to SEMA, did my did my booth, acted like, you know, I I did great, I made it, I made top five. Congratulations, Kevin. You know that kind of scenario. But gosh, it hurt. And I think it took probably a week before I really got back to the old Kevin, you know, my old self. And it it probably sounds like I'm still hurt <laughs> when I <laughs> a little when bit. I talk about it. Yeah. There's a little emotion in there, yeah, but I just yeah. can't explain, and I don't know how people can get past all that but you just have to there's going to be ups and downs in life and this is only a contest i mean give me a break right i'm healthy i've got a great family yeah this is only a contest but that hurt and that's what got me so there's worse things in life i promise you but yeah (laughs) this in my life this in my life was just one of those times where that that kind of hurt me pretty bad appreciate you sharing that painful thing but it's let me ask you this because it'd be easy for me to say, yeah, but you got top five. Yeah, but yeah, I know, but yeah, but I know. is there anything that anyone said to you afterwards that did help 
a little bit. And the reason I asked the question is we all have been around people that have been in this position and you, you don't know what to say. You know, you, you know, and sometimes like your wife, probably, she knows you better than anything. I'll just let him be for a little bit. That's the best thing. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Back off she a little bit. That, yeah. But is there anything that anyone said that gave you a little bit of better feeling about that situation? In 19, when I got the new product award, there was a company that wrote an article about me. Well, he followed me through the whole Launchpad series, and he met me on stage or met me off stage. And I remembered him, and he gave me his card and just said, "Hey, I will see you tomorrow." And that, you know, again, my mind was in a fog, so I didn't even think about it. But I went back to my booth the next morning, and he was there first thing, and he wrote another article about me. And he's like, "This will be printed in four days." This is the preview. And it was amazing. It was second page into the magazine, and there it was with my picture. So I was like, okay, I got something going here. And then all of the judges, one of them was Miles Kovac. And I, I was walking the next day to go do a post interview. You know, how was your SEMA? How was the show? Blah, blah, blah. And Miles is standing there. And he's like, what's up, Kev? How are you? And I'm like, Miles, how you doing, buddy? And he's like, get over here. Big old hug. <laughs> he just just grabs you and gives you a hug. And he's like, you've got this. He's like, you've got an amazing product. you know. And I want to be like, well, why didn't I win? Yeah. <laughs> but you just have to step out. You have to step out and you got to let them you know, just try to coach you to success. And you got to understand there's a reason why they chose them. I don't know that reason yet. There'll be a TV show out in January about it. So I'll learn from there. But since then, I've been in touch with all of the judges and I don't ask because it's we're past that. You know, now I want to move forward and I want to just be successful in the business. And I've got some some people helping me with that. So, you know, what's done is done. And that's how we're going to do it, right? We're going to move forward. But, but I have people come and support me and people just give me pro- positive praises about what we're doing. So I'm happy with that. I'll tell you, I'll share something, and my listeners know this. There's a a great quote by Ayrton Senna I have on my business card. All those listeners who listen to me every day are saying it right now in their head, but I'll share it with you because he was uh, a great racer. Uh, He had some failures, crashes, you know, times he didn't achieve the goals he wanted to achieve. You think about the F1 race that just happened this weekend for the championship and Hamilton. Everyone thought Hamilton was going to get it. He didn't get it. I'm sure he didn't feel very good. I'll bet Elon Musk didn't feel very good about those first two uh, SpaceX blow-ups, you know, (laughs) but the the saying is the past is just data. I only see the future. Yeah. And you said it yourself, just get on with the future, look to the future, learn from those times that weren't going the way you thought they were going. Pretty darn good, by the way. Congratulations, top five. Thank you. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, you got to move forward. You got to look forward and learn from those experiences. In the case of what you did, you know, tough to learn a lesson there because you got judges that are making decisions on things that you have no control over. It's like Miss Universe, right? How yeah. come I didn't get chosen? Well, I yeah. I don't know, whatever. But, you know, it's still great. But I appreciate you taking us back to that <laughs> that time. If you were to Thank look you. at look ahead and let's look at that future, I only see the future, to quote Ayrton Senna. Uh, yeah. Is there kind of a bucket list uh, goal for you in the next two, three years with these products? Is there something yeah. else on the plate that you're thinking about? 100%. Um, there you go. My goal is to become an OEM required piece of equipment. I want to be in every I want to be in every Ford GM Toyota Rivian. Uh, I want to be in every dealership network as a required piece of safety equipment. That's ultimately my goal because I need I need Ford to contact Bosch and say, "Hey, 
I love these track products we saw online and Bosch is going to say, I know where they are. Let's meet up. Let's make this happen. Or I want them to come direct. I, I want to be part of that OEM level where we're recognized. That's my ultimate goal. And I believe we can get there. It's going to take time. I've learned one thing in this industry that everything takes time, but I've also learned it's a very small industry. Everybody knows each other and, or they're, they're two degrees away. But within the five years of doing this business, I've met more people at such a high level. It's, it's mind blowing when you think of who my cell phone list is or yeah. who my email list is. Yeah. And nobody says no. There's always there's they want to hear you. They want to hear and see your product. Um, I'm working with a major manufacturer right now. We had the home run deal. We had an 11,000 unit order, and then COVID hit yeah, and yeah. shut it down. That was the home run. Two years into doing my business, and then it shut it down. So we stay in touch. We yeah. can't get upset about it. We just we contact each other. We just you know we keep the emails alive. And but that's the level I want to get to. And I think it's I think it's obtainable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Never, ever give up to quote race car drivers again. Uh, you just never, never give up. And COVID will go away someday. I know it seems to be dragging someday. out, but it will be. Uh, so uh, I have no doubt you're going to get there, Kevin. I think it's great. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's talk about a special vehicle in your life. Is there such a vehicle? And if so, share a story about that ride. Well, I've got. It's funny. I was kind of um, going over some of this with my wife last night, and she laughed because we have so many different vehicles through our life. <laughs> That's why I say very special. One very I special. I know. I know. So I'm going to go back to high school when yeah. I got my driver's license, and it was a Toyota pickup truck, kind of the Back to Future style pickup truck. I went to work one day in it, and I came home with the top cut off. And oh. it's a, it was a company called Radical Tops. And, all the, and you describe a line on the roof. And then on the by the B pillar, and you literally take a sawzall to it and cut it off. Cut it off. Make it a hard top what'd convertible. Your, what'd your folks say about that? Oh, my my mom laughed, and my dad was like, "What the heck did you just do?" And I was like, "Check it out, Dad!" And I get up in the truck and I lift that top up over and threw it in the bed, and he just <sighs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> the same thing I do with my kids, you know, you just big sigh, and then it was the greatest thing because I was like customizing it, right? And right. then right after that, the engine blew up. So, oh, of I had to, so I had to replace the 22R motor in that truck, and I used the, the company's backhoe to, as my cherry picker. So we got to fix that up. And then, you know, I would go on a date, and I had to bring towels because if it rained, it would leak. <laughs> yeah. So we had to, like, I had to, like, hand out towels in the, the, the truck so nobody got wet. And it was just an awesome, awesome vehicle. I took it with me all the way down to Florida when I moved down there. And we used to drive it through the ocean, and it finally rusted away. Of course. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but that was such a great vehicle in my life. I have, still have photos. I keep photos with it. In my in my uh, briefcase, I've got a couple photos of some old cars <laughs> in my briefcase. It's kind of uh, fun. Sounds like a classic cars, yeah, guest for sure. Yeah, yeah right alongside the pictures of your kids. Let's uh, yep. let's crawl into your skull a little bit. I'll be your psychologist today. If you were manifest as a vehicle, what would you be? But more importantly, why? So I think I would be. I think I'd be a Jeep. Okay. And I think I'd be a really built out Jeep with like big axles, tires, full suspension, like kind of a rock crawler. And I just, because I've been through a lot, they go through a lot. Um, I've got a long way to go. I've got a big climb ahead of me and these things do that. And the Jeeps, they break just empty every pocket, right? I mean, when you, <laughs> when you build a crawler, you build something like that, you, you, you go and you have fun and then something breaks and you throw and you got to get back into it and you build it and you keep going and you get better and better and better and better. And that's kind of where I think I would be. I think I would be just a, a classic Jeep, nothing new and fancy, but just something that's built 
and then you learn by adding more to it, and then you just go with it. And I think you're just going to help you get to that next level. And then when you get to that next level, you look back and say, look what I've built and look how cool this vehicle is. That took many years to do. So yeah. I think I would do that. Yeah. Interesting because my guest on Monday was uh, Juan Diego Calle, who just started Classic.com. It's an aggregate website for buying classic cars and finding price values and so forth. And he answered it almost exactly the way you did. He also oh, uh, he also started a company called the FJ Company with his brother, where they take old FJs and then 40s and then they rebuild them to mm-hmm. new vehicles. So uh, very much same process going through that process of building and regenerating. But, you know, why have I never heard that Jeep stands for just empty every pocket? I've never heard that. <laughs> you know, we know the Ford acronym, the Fiat, I mean, all those, yeah. are, you know, but never heard that one for Jeep. I'll have to tell my next door neighbor who was a big Jeep guy because he'll go, yeah, that's basically what it was for me too. Yeah. Well, I traded, I traded a razor and, and got a Jeep because I wanted to take my kids out for ice cream. My razor is not street legal. Yeah. So the Jeep is, and I wanted to have something fun in the summertime. And somebody said that just empty every pocket. I said, what are you talking about? No way. And then, <laughs> That's what happens. Oh, yeah. That's what happens. Oh, yeah. It's like buying a race car. So let's talk about a great book that you've read that you'd like to share. Is there one out there? So I've, um, my father is a, um, a Navy vet and he's submarine service. Wow. So, I've I've been listening to his um his his Tom Clancy series. Oh, okay. So he's he's really got me into Tom Clancy. So I don't have any book in particular except for the series. I've uh, the the Jack Ryan series um is what I've been listening to. I think I'm on their 15th or 16th book right now in the series and it's great cuz I can throw things at him. He had some sub stories to tell me and I was just like you got to be kidding me dad. This sounds like what's going on in the book and he was like, "Well, you know, a lot of it's classified and, you know, it's to this day. So, and then I've met a lot of his people at his subvet meetings and they've told me stories and it's, it's just as interesting as the books I'm reading. So that's why I'm so into these Tom Clancy books. Well, that makes sense to me. And uh, thank your dad for me for his service. I appreciate that. I got to go aboard a boomer years ago when they used to let civilians on those things. They don't do Mm -hmm. it anymore. The USS Georgia, which is stationed up here in Bangor, just north of where I live. And we spent an entire day on that submarine going through the Puget Sound. We, we, came to the surface they came to the service to let us on and they told us we never stop the sub until we are in port so we actually boarded it while it was moving wow and then they went wow. under and we cruised around we went up to the top we got to go up and look out the the top little whatever that tower is that you look yep. out and then went back down and came back. And I was so impressed by the young men and women on that vessel. Very young age. Average age was like twenty two. Yeah, and I believe it. Yep, th- yep. These guys are going around literally protecting the world under the ocean from, you know, chaos and catastrophe. And one of the things I'll never forget was they did a mock launch of a nuke because it was a boomer. <laughs> and so they showed us how they did it. And so we stood there and watched them. And there was only four of us. We were I, I had a special I was a special guest because of a friend of mine who's a rear admiral in the Navy. And they said, okay, uh, they went through the whole thing. Very serious. I mean, it makes the hair stand up on the back of my neck even today as you watch them yeah. go through this process. The two keys, the two boxes, everything that you see. And then they said, okay, who wants to launch? And I raised my hand timidly and I, <laughs> literally my hand was shaking. And I pushed the button. You know, you don't hear anything because we didn't yeah. launch anything. And, and I said, I looked at this young man. I said, so what did I just destroy? And he looked at me with the most serious gaze and he said, that's classified, sir. 
to this day, it makes me go, whoa, uh, you know, but the seriousness of what those folks do and the time they spend underwater. Um, and we got to watch the, the newbies that get their, their, um, seat. What do they call them? The little, uh, is the seal? The seal. It's or, like a little, like a creature, underwater creature. It's a special pin they get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to see a bunch of them get that because it was their first venture. These guys had been out for four and a half months. They'd only come up once to <laughs> surface during that whole time because they make their own air, their own water. You yeah, know? yeah. Got to have meal. Just an amazing group of people protecting the world. So again, thanks to your dad. My hat's off to him for uh, what, he, what he and his, his crewmates have done. So I'm going to take you in the ultimate drive before I let you go. You get to pick any vehicle I'm going to provide you with, any person, living or deceased, and you get to be going anywhere. So what does the ultimate drive look like for you? I think the ultimate drive is to go with back with my dad when he was in his little race car days when he used to take go to the drag strip and he had a Mach 1 or he had his or he had his Corvette back in the day and I would just love to sit next to him racing down the track to see how he did it how he hung with his friends and how they used to build motors and play in the car or take his Mach 1 cross country to you know to um, do little road trips and he threw chains on his Mach 1 once and and did a burnout because he was trying to show off and wound up whipping the change through the wheel wells just past his head oh my God. and through the roof because he was being crazy, right? And then he spun the car and all this nonsense just to be part of his his lifestyle back then and the, the, the car culture he was in with all of the drag racing and the fun times they had. I think it would have been fun to be side by side with him and just to witness it all. Back in the day. So if you were going to leave us with a success quote or a mantra or some kind of words of inspiration, what would they be, Kevin? Well, I have a T-shirt that's printed and on the back of it, you know, it says liftwithtrack.com, of course. And then under it's, of course, it's work smarter, not harder. So definitely work smarter, not harder. And that's just kind of what we go by. Um, Because, again, we're trying to provide safety in the workplace, employee retention. And we just like to say work smarter, not harder. Well, listeners, again, if you love to be out in the garage and like i like to take my wheels and tires off to clean them and take care of them or swap them out the track trac tire jack or the tire rotation assistant cart you gotta get one or both of these i mean you're gonna be thanking me you're gonna be thanking kevin every time you pull those wheels and tires off (laughs) to save yourself and if you're getting a little more mature like i am uh it'll mean even more to your poor back and arms and shoulders and all that kind of thing so you can check it out on their website which is lift with track trac.com uh you can check it out hey christmas is almost here maybe you Mm -hmm. want to get one if you're going to be in arizona for barrett jackson's auctions you can walk up and say kevin i heard you on cars yeah i want one of these and you can take one home Uh, the great thing about the uh, tire jack the small one is you can put it in your car so if you're on the road you have a flat you can do it right there the other one is more for the shop uh, but you're going to love both kevin and i for this new tool so i really appreciate you being on the show and and sharing this with us and sharing some great stories with me until you and i talk again my friend or we see each other at bear jackson i'll see you down the road all right thanks mark you're welcome here at cars yeah it's all about inspiration and our charity of choice is tech force foundation where it's all about making a positive difference in young people's lives tech force helps young adults discover their talents and passions for all things automotive with a mission of helping students develop a career as a professional technician. TechForce awards nearly $2 million in scholarships every year for students to pursue technical education, and they support hands-on activities, events, 
and mentorships across the country, working to change the outdated perceptions of these careers. Autotechs are in high demand, but the supply of qualified technicians is critically short. They need your help to fuel their mission. Learn more and join me in supporting them at techforce.org. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!